pass the plug. Here come the aces on the run. The Energizer. Look for Ty Young. Sprint to the hoop. Off the glass and good. Good, good, good. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. Oh, mercy. It's the T.C. Martin Show. Show. Get ready for the fourth quarter of game number four. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. Hammy's going to let one fly. Chance Martin. There are six seconds to go, and De-Energizer hit a wild, crazy, improbable three to give the Aces the lead. The doctor is now in. in, in, in. It is a Friday, and speaking of the Aces, it is opening night tonight. The home opener, the Aces take on the Los Angeles Sparks. It's been 605 days, ballpark, since... We've been inside the Mandalay Bay Event Center. New name now, the Michelob Ultra Arena. 605 days since the Aces played the Washington Mystics in that semifinal playoff game. 94-90, the Aces lost. But 605 days later, we're back. We're back tonight. And uh, fans will be allowed in the stadium, or in the arena. 2,000 fans, all season ticket holders. So looking forward to that. The Aces play the Sparks. 7.30 is tip-off, and you can, if you're a season ticket holder, you're going to the game, enjoy tonight. The house is back. The Aces players are excited, and uh, they are 1-1 one one on the season, splitting their first two games against the Seattle Storm, but coming off that resounding 96-80 victory on Sunday, the Aces back at the Mandalay Bay Event Center tonight. And a little bit of familiarity with the Sparks because they did play them in the preseason. So, uh, you know, all those are a lot of different players. Uh, these two teams know each other a little bit, even though uh, the Aces are a much different team. So, but yeah, after a uh, disappointing game one where things kind of got out of hand for them, uh, they uh, not only held on, but won handily in the second game. And again, when you're expected to be one of the favorites to win the whole thing, you should mm-hmm. play well, though, you know. It's very early on in the season, but I'm sure that they'll be excited tonight. It's going to be different for them, too. It'll be nice playing in front of fans again, but certainly not the number of fans that they hope to see in the not-too-distant future as things are opening up more and more. All right. Uh, September 24th, 2019. That was the last home game. Seems like a lifetime ago. There were 5,500 fans in the building on that uh, night. Tonight, like we said, 2,000 uh, fans will be their season ticket holders. And Mark Davis uh, made an announcement saying that uh, season ticket holders, we're refunding your money. We appreciate your loyalty. And uh, just his way to say, kind of give back a little bit and say, hey, uh, come out here, support. Uh, we're not uh, going to take your money this year. So pretty cool by Mark Davis. And again, you know, the, when the Aces came here, you know, four years ago, and they were, you know, bought by the MGM. Uh, a lot of people were very, very excited about that because you know you had this major corporation who was, is owning this team, and uh, it was fine. It, it it went very, very well. But when Mark Davis said that he wanted to buy this team, and the MGM sold to Mark Davis, it just has given it just a little bit more of a personable f- uh, flair and feel. And I know this us involved with with the team. We kind of see that. We feel that, and I think fans are going to feel that as well too. Especially because it's Mark Davis, 
And if you've gone to any Aces games, more than likely you have seen him uh, there because he was a season ticket holder. He's been there the last few years. And the the moment that the it was announced that the Raiders were going to be coming to Las Vegas, Mark Davis made it a point to to come to basically every game that he possibly could there at home. And he even made the trip up in Seattle. Uh, he flew up to Seattle to see the Aces win on Sunday. So very supportive ownership uh, and a guy that uh, loves this game. He loves the women's game. He loves the WNBA. Specifically, he loves the Las Vegas Aces. And again, if you are one of those people who have not really watched the Aces before, or you haven't watched the, the, the WNBA, it's like anything else. You know, you need to commit to it. You, you need to to watch it more than once. And believe me, once you start getting into it and you get familiar with the personnel and the players and you start to get to know who the players are and you get to recognize the teams, believe me, you will be hooked. And that's why season tickets uh, uh, you know, increased from year one to year two here and continues to grow. Unfortunately for the Aces, the pandemic came down and uh, they didn't get a chance to have any games. And especially, you know, they were very, very good last year. They're going to be very, very good again this year. So uh, if you get a chance, go out, check it out to a game this year. It'll be 16 home dates. That's the regular season. And the first one takes place tonight. And again, if you don't have a ticket, you can watch the game on TV or, like Frank said, you can watch it on TV and listen to the radio. And you can listen to that on ESPN 1100 100.9 FM. I have the pregame show starting at 7 o'clock and the tip-off at 7.30. Bill Lambeer and Chelsea Gray will be joining me during the pregame show. And then, of course, uh, the play-by-play starts at 7.30. Should be a very exciting atmosphere, even though there will only be 2,000 fans. Believe me, the way the Aces do it up with the entertainment factor, just like the Golden Knights do, it'll be very, very fun tonight. Now, when it comes to the Aces, because uh, you've been their announcer for a while now and you know the team, you know, one thing that people always want to know is about rivalries. You know, the Golden Knights, the LA Kings were going to be the rival. The NHL acted like they wanted it to be the Arizona Coyotes. The rivalry has turned out to be San Jose, at least early on in their inception. When it comes to the Aces, Who is their main rival, in your opinion? Would it be Seattle because they faced them in the finals and they say that rivalries happen in the playoffs? Would it be L.A. because L.A. and Vegas have this little thing going on with each other and there's familiarity there? Or or do they have a clear-cut number one rival right now? And if it is Seattle, where does L.A. fit in with that? I'd imagine that there's a little bit of a rivalry there between L.A. and Vegas. Really, you know, this... the. The Aces are still so new here, again, going into year four. And, again, you kind of really remove it. It's really like year three for fans here because they haven't played here, like we mentioned, since 2019. So they didn't get a chance to go to any games. So in in the infancy, just similar to the Golden Knights, I think it took a while to say, hey, who's that rivalry? And you can make the argument the Sharks because the Sharks were good, the Golden Knights were good You know, initially when they came in the league. So it took a while, but still it's not – it's not one of those rivalries like like White's, uh, you know, Cubs, White Sox, or Red Sox, Yankees, or Giants, Dodgers, because as you know, that takes time and time and time and decades to build. So I I don't think there there are many rivalries, so to speak, in the WNBA in general. Uh, but proximity doesn't necessarily mean that you have rivalry because the way the NBA uh, the WNBA schedule is, it's you're playing everybody anyway. So it's not like you're playing your neighbors, you know, a little more times than 
than not, you know, more times than, you know, like Major League Baseball, they go overboard with that because you see in all the division play, it, they, they kill it. And they were killing it before the pandemic even started. And then when the pandemic started, it was like, well, we're only playing division opponents. And that kind of carried over to this year as well, too. So I think winning teams are going to have rivalries against each other no matter the proximity. You could almost make the argument that two years ago it was the Aces and the Mystics because Elena Deladon, Asia Wilson, Liz Cambage, you had superstars facing off against each other, and those teams were clearly probably the two best teams in the league. And then they played during the regular season a couple times, and then they played in the playoffs, so that started a rivalry. The Seattle Storm, to what your to your point is, good point that because they faced each other in the finals last year and they opened the season against each other, and Seattle will be coming here two more times during the course of the regular season. That's probably the closest thing there is to a rivalry. But as you know, it's like you know, just like the NFL, any other sport, it takes time, a lot of time, to start developing rivalries. And both parties or both teams have to be good. Well, yeah, I mean. It- some teams that aren't very good can have rivalries, but like you said, for the most part, they do develop over decades, uh, mm. more or less. So, and that's why I was wondering if there was that situation there, because you know sometimes there's a little bit of bragging rights. So, you know, when fans can hop in a car and go see another team, sometimes that makes the rivalry a little bit different, or it makes it a possibility. So, I wasn't really sure about if the Aces felt that way, or you know, if it was because of Seattle, because it does seem like a lot of rivalries really are made in the playoffs. So. You know, we'll see what happens, but uh, uh, I'm sure you're happy to be back behind the mic again. I am. I am looking forward to that uh, tonight. Uh, it'll be a, a great time, and it should be a great game as well, too. So tonight at the Michelob Ultra Arena, again, uh, tip-off at 7.30. All right. We are going to dive into a little bit more with the game tonight between the Warriors and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, the NBA play-in tournament, uh, will come to an end. We did see an exciting game the other night uh, with the Lakers and the Warriors. So we'll see if uh, the Warriors get in the playoffs as the number 8 seed. Uh, look forward to that. Uh, but we do have some other news to talk about as well. The, um, the Raiders have announced their preseason schedule. So we're going to have uh, some home games coming your way here at Allegiant Stadium. And the very first one will be Saturday, uh, August the 14th. It'll be the uh, Seattle Seahawks will come to town at Allegiant Stadium. So that will be really the first time that fans will get a chance to get inside Allegiant Stadium on August the 14th. And Mark Davis's first time. First time as well, too, because like he said, he goes, I'm, I'm not going to go to any games until the 65,000 fans can. So at that point in time, we believe that uh, – they we will be at full capacity as things continue to evolve and grow here. We mentioned the Aces; they'll have 2,000 fans in attendance tonight. We know that you know with major fights coming this way here in June and July and August. We know that promoters like Bob Arum and Top Rank, uh, Dana White and the UFC are hoping for more and more fans to be able to come to T-Mobile Arena and uh, other venues as well too. The fight tomorrow night at the theater at the Virgin, formerly the Hard Rock. That'll be broadcast on ESPN Top Rank Boxing. They've limited fans to a thousand. That'll be the number of 1,000 fans, and they sold out quickly in a matter of hours for that fight tomorrow night. As so, did the UFC for their event. I mean, they right. sold that thing off for T-Mobile right. in just a, a heartbeat, and, and I believe the Garth Brooks thing is still going on at Allegiant. I just don't know what the date of it is anymore. Yeah, right, right. So Obviously, they had to reschedule. Right. And we did get other news today. Speaking of breaking news, in the boxing world, so it looks like... 
Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are now going to square off. They've come to a verbal agreement, and this fight is supposed to be taking place in July. They're, the tentative date is July 24th in Las Vegas. A venue has not been allocated as of yet, but it sounds like it's going to happen. And uh, by that point in time, you know, middle of July, we expect a lot more fans in the building. That's good news. And then also, Manny Pacquiao will get back in the ring against Earl Spence Jr. The location? Las Vegas this summer as well, too. So major news today of two major fights coming, and we talked about this. This It's going to start rolling out. I mean, we heard last week that Cirque du Soleil shows were coming back. Um, all kinds of stuff is, is coming back. So who better to talk with all of this here in Las Vegas than our good friend Dr. Christina Madison, who joins us here at Sunset Station today. Hello, good doctor. Hello. So awesome to be in person and maskless. We are maskless. Frank, did you know this is what she looks like? Yeah, I, first time I, we've seen her without I a mask. Before you did, yeah. I had, yeah. I had my flu shot with her. Remember, with the flu shot in the fall. But with her mask, that was pre-mask. Yes. Yeah. No, that was mask. See? No, but, but we took a picture when that you took true. the mask <gasps> off. That is true. So yes. Should you be saying that? Oh, you we t- were social distance. Okay. Okay. Don't get me in trouble. You look fantastic today, as usual. Thank you. You're so kind. I'm so excited about all this sports news. Like, you have no idea. I saw your post about the Aces, and mm-hmm. I was just ecstatic because, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I have a love for the yes. WNBA, mm-hmm. and just I'm just ecstatic about all the things coming. You know, most of the economic indicators are showing that, you know, Vegas is really prime to come back um, from the pandemic more so than other cities because there's so much pent up demand. And, no, you know, who does entertainment and escapism mm-hmm. and just, you know, all things mm-hmm. uh, vacation right. better than Vegas? Nobody. Nobody. Well, right. I- and and I know I heard on the news on that too that the first concert on Fremont Street because concerts are opening up again is actually going to be at twelve oh one on June first. So at midnight, one minute past midnight, the first concert will be going on once again downtown on Fremont Street. Those free concerts they do down there, yeah. so they can't wait to get people back on stage, and I'm sure the entertainers can't wait to have people to play for again. Absolutely. There's so many of my, you know, my friends and colleagues that have been, you know, unable to work because of this pandemic. And, you know, the uh, one of the first documented cases of the spread of COVID-19 was actually in a choir in a church. And so, you know, that thought process of like live entertainment and, Mm -hmm. you know, people singing, uh, I think there was some nervousness around, you know, the possible spread of Mm -hmm. respiratory droplets. But we know that, you know, the vaccine vaccines are so effective that even when you're in the presence of somebody who maybe isn't vaccinated, you're still able to go without a mask, right? So, you know, especially in outdoor venues, which is what Fremont is so known for, and just having all of that amazing uh, entertainment space down there underneath all the lights. So so what are you looking forward to seeing the most? You mentioned uh, Aces. We have to get you to an Aces game, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Okay. I will be there. Okay. So what... You just tell me when. Uh, you got it. Uh, you, you get Well, you got to make the request. You tell me when your schedule allows it, Miss Television, Radio, Print, uh, and vaccinating people all the time. You might want to make sure she gets a copy of the schedule so she can see it in advance and know what the home guests are available. Absolutely. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> 
So it's back. So it's back. It's back on me again. It's back on me again. All right. I'm just saying, you're you're the one that does the play by play. You ought to know when you have to go to work. She can come and join you. She can. There is. Are you trying to say that? Oh, now have a. A, a play-by-play analyst will have a color commentator You could next have to a me. guest on or something like Absolutely. that. I mean, Absolutely. Intermissions and halftimes and stuff. I, I do. I do have a halftime guest all the time. Hey, yeah, we're booking you. you know, Mark uh, Davis isn't going to be on every game, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have Sam Gordon on so much, right? Exactly. Okay, great stuff. So to answer your yes. question, what am I super excited yes. to see? So I would say... Uh, I am a, a big fan of, of stand-up comedians, so I think that's the thing I'm really excited to be able to go and see, you know, some of my favorite, uh, you know, stand-up comedians, uh, especially venues like the Cosmo. That, uh, you know, that space is pretty amazing. And Chelsea's so, fantastic. Yeah. So, so who are your favorite stand-up comedians? Uh, well, you know, there's one coming pretty soon, uh, Bill Burr. That's uh, I'm a big fan. She wants to go see Bill Burr. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think she'll be there. Uh, a little birdie told me there's a good chance. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm but sure. Yeah, you'll... so that's a good one. Um, also, I'm really a big fan of the Cirque so- shows as yeah. well. Uh, you know, something I did when I was, uh, you know, trying to fill the void that professional cheerleading left in my life <laughs> uh, is in my early 30s, I actually started um, taking aerialist classes. And so. So, do you ever audition for a Cirque show? I've never auditioned for a really? show, so. Do you want yeah. me to try to hook you up, you know? Sure. You know, I know a couple people. It's, I'll get you an audition. It's I'm a little rusty. Let's... Yeah. How are you on roller skates? Roller skates? I'm yeah. good. You're good? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, do go, we go to Area 15. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Have you been to their I've experience? Been, I, I, I've been there. Haven't been to that. Or there you go. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get you on. There are so many things. Again, pent up demand. <laughs> we are all, you know, the collective uh, grief of this pandemic. We all want to go out and have a good time. I'm just not going axe throwing. You're not gonna get me to go axe How throwing. Can you okay, not go I, axe I, throwing? I I drew I draw the line right there. How about axe throwing on roller skates? Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> How about your tra- trapeze? Uh, you got some trapeze I in did, you? I did. I've done uh, so trapeze Las Vegas. Huh? I actually used to take classes there. Um, and in addition to actually doing the trapeze. So I, true circus girl, um, and absolutely uh, love all of those things. So uh, there's not really much that I won't try. Really? So you you are a daredevil, aren't you? Uh Uh-huh. I love it. I've never been skydiving, though. That's the one thing I haven't done. It's awesome. Yeah, so right before my firstborn was delivered, my husband decided that he wanted to go do that, and I was, like, so angry with him because I was like, if something happens to you, I'm going to be a single parent. No, it's great. I, I did it years ago in Wisconsin. I would highly recommend it if you get the opportunity. Yeah, his big thing is he's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this again after I have a kid. So he did that, and then he also did the uh, driving experience out at, um, out at the, the Speedway. Yeah, at the Speedway. Okay, yeah. That's also, Both of those were that's amazing. Also cool. So jealous because I was freaking six months pregnant and couldn't do any of them. So, anywho, <laughs> enough yeah. about me. Enough about you. It's all about you. Dr. Christina Madison, that's right, our public health expert. That's yes. right. And just all around, you know, former cheerleader, trapeze artist, roller skating queen. Roller skating. There it is. In, in line or the old four-wheel roller skating stuff? I've done both, but I would say the old school roller there skates. There you go. Back in the day, Crystal that's Palace. That's you know it. that's my age, right? Like that's Of course. Me. Like, yeah. that's, that's what we used to do. Yeah. After school, going down to Crystal Palace. Yeah. Okay. DC used to like DJing at those places. And I did DJ when I, was, when I was a kid, way back in the day. Yeah, exactly. The best. I love it. All right, so we were talking last hour about the Golden Knights 
were had nine positive COVID tests, they thought, mm. and you know before the last game, and then they had to be retested, and all nine came back as false positives. Mm. Let me ask you, is and we hear a lot about this in the world of sports with af- athletes with the false positives. Is, is this because these are mostly rapid tests? rapid tests and is there more room for error with those yeah again it i mean it honestly it just depends on the type of test that you're using so mm-hmm. there's really three different types of tests so the one that's the most accurate that's going to tell you whether or not somebody is actively positive and infected with covid19 or sars cov2 which is the virus that causes covid19 mm-hmm. if you want to be technical right. uh is the pcr test so that's the one that's really going to be uh able to give you the most information and so if somebody's asymptomatic otherwise healthy and well it's a little bit more challenging because if you do a test like one of the rapid tests, um, there is a, a small percentage of times where you can get those false positives. And so that's why you, what we say reflex or to, to go to that additional test to check to see, hey, is this a false positive or is this a true positive? And we do that a lot in um, other places within medicine as well. So you have to do like a screening test and then a confirmatory test. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. It's a little challenging with COVID because we're we're still learning what the best testing modalities are. And then ultimately there's the antigen test. So there's that. And then there's the antibody test. And so the antibody tests are now getting new and improved as well, because now we've got people who have antibodies because they were infected. And then we have now antibodies because you've been vaccinated. And so there has to be a special test to distinguish between the two. And so, um, again, I think, you know, the Knights did the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they they told them to, you know, hold off until they could confirm those results. And then ultimately they were found to be a false positive. And so I think we just have to be, you know, give each other some grace, especially when it comes to all of these new testing, um, you know, different uh, available screening tools that we have. And I think some of the, the teams have invested in their own you know, testing facilities and and things like that. And so you have to look at those quality controls as well. So if, you know, if the control gets mixed up with the sample, that can cause some some challenges as well. So So a false positive can certainly be alarming. But like you said, okay, if you get a positive, get it retested again, especially if you have the rapid test, and maybe it's the other way around. But a false negative, that could actually almost be dangerous, right? Because somebody could be positive, and if they came up negative and they're not, do those happen as well, and what's the likelihood of that? And Or are you saying that if you're going to go get tested, the rapid test may not be the best way to do it? So my quick answer is it depends. So the thing with these tests are, are twofold, and I, I had to explain this once before at the very, very beginning of the pandemic. When you are testing a group of people that are less likely to be positive – you are more likely to potentially get more false positives, right? So it's based on the pool that you're testing from. So when you have the instance where you have a high amount of potential positive tests, then you're more likely to have false um, negatives. Does that make sense? So if I say, you know, there's four of us in this room, and if the likelihood of us being tested, if all of us except for one of us was positive, right? We did the test the likelihood of the, that test being accurate is 
not as high if we're doing it in the presence of more of those tests being positive. So it depends on how many people are positive in that area, right? So our positivity rate is extremely low right now. And so that's part of why we're probably seeing some of these false positive tests. When the beginning of the pandemic, it was the opposite. We had a lot more people who were a positive and therefore we were more likely to have more false negatives. Oh, Does you, that help? Yeah. Dr. Christina Madison joined us talking about uh, the latest COVID protocols, things really opening up, not only just here in Las Vegas, but throughout the country as well, too, and major sporting events now welcoming back fans in all sports. The mask requirement basically going away here. Do you think um, too soon for that, or what's your opinion on that? So I'm going to go back to the CDC guidance. And so, again, I think a lot of us were uh, a little taken aback, those of us in the public health space, because we went from being like, you may have to wear masks in outdoor spaces if you're vaccinated to if you're vaccinated, you know, freedom, you know, William Wallace, right? Like throwing it, burning it, you know? Um, and so we were a little bit, um, you know, taken aback by that. But I will say this, if you actually look at the document that they published, not everybody can go without a mask, right? So it's vac- fully vaccinated, meaning at least 14 days post your second vaccine, if it's Moderna or Pfizer, or 14 days post the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And so you have to be fully immunized, plus um, there's no other reason why that vaccine may not be as effective in you. So people who are immunosuppressed, people who are on medications that may make their immune systems weak, those people were not sure how well the vaccine works in them. And so we're probably still going to have to have those people wear masks in public spaces where they don't know whether or not everyone's vaccinated. The other part of this, too, is like the kind of the honor system. I don't know if you know this, Mm -hmm. but. Americans don't seem to do very well with the honor system. Uh, so the fact that we're kind in regards of putting, to anything, yeah, or even just, anything. Or just yes, your honor, no, your honor, or yeah. just <laughs> or even just this concept of like you know we're we're putting the auspice on the person, and even just the, the thought process of the collective good, right? So obviously that's my goal of being a promoter of public health, and that we do these things not only to protect ourselves, but also to protect everybody else in our community. That's the thought process about vaccinating our our adolescents too because if the adolescents are vaccinated that means they can't give it to grandpa or grandma let me ask you how what is the percentage of people that you've come across that feel that they don't need to be vaccinated because they think it's still too risky or they just don't want to do it So I'm still seeing that. Um, And it's interesting because sometimes I'll have those people come with people that are small percentage, large percentage. I would say um, as far as because obviously I'm doing vaccine clinics. Mm. And so the people who are coming to me are people who want to be protected and they want to be vaccinated. So my pool of individuals that you're asking me to talk about is a little bit skewed. Right. But in general, just in my, you know, everyday life, I think that there is always going to be a proportion of the population that's just going to be like, nope, sorry, this isn't for me. And then the the pause really hurt our, our vaccine efforts and cause a lot of issues with vaccine hesitancy. And so people want to go somewhere where they like, know, and trust you. Right. And so that was, that's my goal, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why when you tell me to come on Mm -hmm. here and I talk about where I'm going to be, which by the way, I will be at the jazz festival tomorrow evening at the Clark County government center. So if you want to come get vaccinated, I will be there and uh, uh, listening to some jazz with you guys. Wait, wait, that's a parlay right there. (laughs) Listen to some great jazz and be able to get back. Are you kidding me? 
Why would I kick That's you? fantastic. I know, right? Win-win. Win-win-win. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, wow. That's, sign me up for that. Beautiful. Well, you've already been vaccinated, my dear. That's okay. I'll just like fake that I, that I got the shot. I already got it so I can just hang out with you and well, you can get some cool jazz. Well, yeah. you can still listen to jazz. That's what I'm saying. You can still come and hang out, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the thing. We also know that Immunize Nevada, yeah. they're they're doing, they're doing sponsoring an event where you can get vaccinated at the Welcome to Las Vegas sign next week, too. Nice. So it's all of these things that we can do where we've got those people that are on the fence, right? So you're going to have right. those people who are like, nah, that's hmm. just not for me. I'm trying to get to those people that are on the fence people the people that are like eh, I'm not sure but if maybe I give you like a ticket to a, a game mm-hmm. or if I get you at the Golden Knights game right because right. they've offered uh, right. vaccines at both of the last games right or come and get it while you're listening to some jazz get it at the you know welcome to Las right. Vegas sign because that's super novel and, and or we have freebies and, that's the thing you got to do freebies yeah. right that's yeah. you, there's lotteries going on around the country now like you can win money there's you know uh, what is it uh, scratch and and shoot is what they're doing yeah. in New York where you get a free uh, you know lottery ticket when you get your vaccine next and, week and we've seen hotel casino properties offer cash to their their so that's employees how, yes to and we know vaccinated. that yes. because we have a little bit of an inside loop but uh yeah I, I think a lot of people were really surprised at how quickly some of these properties were able to get to like 80 90 percent of their their team members vaccinated but when you offer people incentives it's pretty easy All right. and only in vegas could a place like the Hustler Club have free vaccine clinics going on? Which they do. That is definitely happening. And I'm really sad that nobody asked me to help with that. Really? Yeah. Nothing. We get Numchuck on that. That's his specialty. He, he's down. He's Where down, is he? He's, down, he's back. He's Second in the studio. studio. Someone's got to run the board. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's playing. He, yeah. So he's playing. Hey. He, he's playing all. He's playing all the, the great roller skating music that you're you know hearing all the sound effects you know behind you. So there you go. That's awesome. So. Uh, organized sports yes. for kids. We yes. want them to be vaccinated. Yes. Pfizer vaccine mm-hmm. authorized now for 12 to 15 year olds. Let's make it happen, people. I want to see the kids mm-hmm. being out, able to be out there. I want them to be able to go back to school and not have to wear a mask, right? So there's all kinds of benefits to, to getting everybody the vaccine as quickly as possible. I can be your barker, you know, like a, a barker, like, a, you know, with a jazz festival. You know, okay, come, on, come see Dr. Christina. Get your vaccine. Let's go. Get vaccinated. Here we go right now. Let's go. Let's go. Do we have a portable, like, amp and a mic for yeah, you that we can bring a, out? A bullhorn or something? Let's yeah, do let's it. Get there a megaphone, yeah. Yeah. And can I bring my my cardboard and I could like maybe do some break dancing too to get people's attention that sort of stuff as well too? I would be happy to uh, watch that, but I'm just not sure if I can get medical attention to you quick enough if you injure yourself. Okay. Wow. You know your bones. You gotta be careful. It's true. That's true. <laughs> Dr. Christina Madison. All right. So they can find you at the Jazz Festival. Where else can people find you? Uh, go ahead. Give a give a cool shameless plug. It's never shameless. Well, we want people to find you. Absolutely. So I have a podcast. So they can That's find right. me. Yep. So the Public Health Pharmacist Podcast. It's part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and it's at the Public Health Pharmacist. Or you can go to my website, thepublichealthpharmacist.com. Absolutely. You can hear her here, see her on TV just about, about four times a week. She's always on the news, spreading the good word. There you go. Absolutely. And say hi while you're, you know, getting down with some jazz tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll also be at the center next Wednesday as well from 1 to 5. Okay. Excellent.
Good stuff. Dr. Christina Madison, you are free to hang out with us. When we come back, our good friend Chuck Esposito is going to get on with us. We're going to talk some VGK, going to talk some NBA play-in. we got all that happening right here because we are live at Sunset Station on this fabulous Friday T.C. Martin Show. (laughs) Check out his big stethoscope. Or not. It's the Dr. T.C. Martin. Case comes back in Highlander. It's like they made a mistake. We are live at Sunset Station on this Friday. TC Martin, Ballpark Frank, Dr. Christina Madison in the house, and our good friend, our gracious host, Chuck Esposito, director of Race and Sports with Station Casinos. Chuck, what is going on, my man? Hey, it's great to be with you guys, especially with Dr. Madison here. It's, yep. it's terrific. I mean, you guys had a great segment but before I jumped on. Just busy for us. I mean, yeah. NBA, NHL playoffs, uh, baseball's going on, PGA, and we're jumping back in it. Not just dipping our toe in the water, but we are doing a our first VGK viewing party Monday night here. Club Madrid. Doors open at 6.30. The, the drapes might be closed today, but they will be open on Monday. A puck drop at 7.30. We're going to have a power play sports out here, some great food and beverage specials, some giveaways. It's just a fun atmosphere in there, so come on over. We know that Team Mobile isn't going to be full capacity. Right. We used to do these for the road games, but right. we're doing one for a home game. That's sweet. So come on out and have some fun Monday night again. Club Madrid, VGK viewing party. Maybe you win a couple of cool prizes as well. And hopefully the Knights win. There you go. You know what? We're talking about things opening up here. Okay. We've had Chuck on going like two plus years, always on the phone. This is our first time doing a in-person, face-to-face. Things are opening up, like you said. The viewing parties are back. So uh, it, it's great to finally be here, Chuck, uh, in, in the great studio that you have here at Sunset Station. Of course, all the amenities. We always talk about the sports book and Club Madrid being back. I know a long time coming, but Monday night is going to be very, very exciting. It's going to be great. It's great to have you guys here. Yeah. Um, we've we've kind of like uh, labeled this now the STN Mobile Sports Studio right. at Sunset Station. Mm-hmm. I think we're looking to do a lot more uh, fun and exciting things, but this is kind of the tip right now, you know, to be able to jump back in, do this. Hopefully it's the first of many. Um, the Knights are up 2-1 in the series. If they can get through this series, we know Colorado's up 2-0. Everybody has talked about these two teams potentially meeting, two teams that had the lowest odds to win the Cup, uh, two teams that have been on a collision course. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be fun to see what ultimately happens. But uh, you need to get Pacioretty back. But, man, the way that Flurry has played has just been tremendous so far through the first three games. And it was a, kind of a tale of two games. After the first period yesterday, not sure what they said or what DeBoer said in the locker room. Down 3-0 would have been, I think, a tough task. But what's the, you know, the the worst lead in hockey? 2-0. So they had to get that next goal. They did. And uh, that was a huge win uh, for the boys How about some uh, Vegas Golden Knights in-game line line on that when they were down 2-0? People jumping on that and getting some severe plus money, huh? Well, you know, it was a strange game because VGK did open up the favorite. Uh, right. The Wild were bet to the favorite. And then right before puck drop, uh, Vegas was the favorite again. But I think that happens a lot in the NBA, too, especially in that league where everybody makes a run. When you've got a big favorite who is down at some point, uh, you see some value on, on the end game there. End games become a, a bigger part of our uh, overall daily uh, right. Um, there were so many props on the board and so many different things. Really, the game within the event. Uh, or the event within the game. But, right. man, that was some comeback last night. They needed it. I mean, I think yeah. if you're down 3-0, I, 
I think they make the goalie change. I think right. they actually just rest Flurry. Not that those were were his, uh, you know, yeah. uh, his fault that those goals were scored, but I think you rest him up. Now I think you just roll with Flurry again. I think he plays uh, tomorrow night, and uh, you know who knows? Maybe they have an outside chance to close it out on Monday night uh, with the party here in Club Madrid. Well, yep. you know, obviously Mark Andre Flurry has been the MVP of this series up to this point, but you could argue that last night's game the MVP was the video guy that called down to DeBoer and said challenge this thing because they were offside. DeBoer mentioned it in the post game that he called down immediately and said, no, check it out. And those guys sometimes don't, don't get all the credit right. they deserve because it wasn't by much, but it was clearly an offside. And I agree with you. If it's 3 nothing, I don't know that they pull Flurry or not, but uh, it's certainly it's a, a different, different game. game. Yep. But, yeah, but Minnesota, it's been a weird series because – Usually in hockey, the team that comes out like a ball of fire and gets the lead wins. In this series, the team that's played the best in the first period has lost every game. I mean, for for me, I, I think you can make a case that Flory isn't only the MVP in this series, but he's been their MVP this year. Oh, everybody, I agree. everybody had talked about, you know, would he be moved in the offseason? And no matter what anybody said, I mean, we knew it was going to be difficult because of his contract. Um, uh, Leonard gets hurt, and the way Flurry has played, the six shutouts and, and the long winning streak, he has been the back backbone of that team. We know he's the face of that team. There's more 29 jerseys than anything else out there, and I, I think the guys want to play hard for him. I mean, they they really are looking to try to get him another opportunity to hoist the cup. Um, and, and for me, the whole series changed. They're down 1-0. They're trailing 1-0 in that game, and 18 seconds later in Game 2, Marshall scores. If he doesn't score then, I think if it goes, you know, five minutes or the period ends, they were squeezing those sticks mighty hard, boys. I mean, it just yeah. got to to the point where, hey, it was in their head a little bit. But no re- responding in 18 seconds, you just saw yeah. they kind of were skating a little bit It's faster. been a different series they since that time. That's what yep. we talked about. Totally yeah. different series. Yeah. You know, It's still tough. You have to remember Minnesota did beat them, went 5-3 and three during the regular yeah. season. Actually, two of the night's wins were in overtime. So, I mean, they easily could have gone 1-7 and seven against Minnesota. But, hey, the big difference, I think, is between the pipes. It's been flurry, and hopefully we get patches back uh, for the next game as well. Christina, do you have a Vegas Golden Knights jersey? Do you sport one? I do not. You do not? I need to invest. You need to you invest. You do. <laughs> Can you see her with a, t- a 29 jersey on? I absolutely Mark can. Mark Andre Fleury? I, absolutely. I can exactly. see any jersey on. I mean, it's just, it's just fun. I mean, all the guys are great. She's I've, pretty rough and physical, though. Maybe a Ryan Reeves jersey. <laughs> maybe a 75. I did meet Reeves in person. You did? I have yeah. as well. He's a great guy. So, really, really nice. good, good right. guy. Yep. Did you vaccinate him? I have not. <laughs> but you did? did get an opportunity to vaccinate uh, a rock star the other day. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you off air. Off air? <laughs> we were tease. all like, really? Yeah, what a tease. I know. Um, I know. There's a lot of them in this community. There's quite a so it few could be. locals. <laughs> and, and he's a Henderson resident. Oh, look at that. Nunchuck is just dying. I'm, get, I'm guessing we could figure it out, but we're not going to say anything. There you go. <laughs> long hair. Uh, Wait a minute. A rock star with long hair. Long no. hair God, those year. clues are just, I don't know, man. These are, British those are accent. Rough, that rough might help. Clues, right? British accent. <laughs> Too funny. Rough clues. Hey, uh, NBA playing tournament uh, coming to a mercifully end tonight, and we kind of joke because you know, Adam Silver says this thing is going to look I like love it's, it. it's going to continue. A lot of people do love it. Uh, we get, we're getting some blowout games, but then we got a great game with the Lakers and the Warriors the other night. Tonight, what do you uh, see happening? I see a lot of one-sided money uh, with the Warriors. What three and a half now yep. up to five These against two the Grizzlies? Teams played, I think, the, the last Sunday, six days ago. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, the money is on the Warriors. Uh, uh, we're going to need the Grizz when this game uh, tips off tonight. 
I love the play-in. I, I think it's great. I mean, you saw so much more competitiveness toward the end of the regular season where teams weren't just happy with being in that, you know, 6th, 7th, or 8th spot. They understood now what was at stake. I think you had a lot of games that meant something. Uh, I'm glad that Adam Silver said that. I mean, for our side of the counter, anytime you have more games, it is a win-win. Anytime it's an isolated game, it is a win-win. So, I mean, these were it was great for us. I mean, the crowd in the room for that Lakers-Warriors game was probably one of the largest I've seen since football season ended and probably one of the largest handles of any basketball game, if not the largest this season. So I think it just kind of spoke volumes. I mean, think about the playoffs now. Suns-Lakers, 2-7, and guess what, boys? The seven's the favorite. The Although the money favorite. has been you know, coming in on the Suns, that, right. that number has plummeted. But, God, you think about Hawks and um, Knicks. You think about Mavericks and, and Clippers, uh, Magic, or excuse me, the, the Heat and, and Bucks. There is just a lot of intriguing series out there. I think we're going to be in for a surprise, though. I'm not ready to say it's going to be Nets-Lakers, which everybody thinks it will oh, or, no, or kind of yeah. thought that. Yeah. Think about the Nets. Only eight times this year. Have all three of those guys been in the lineup at the same time? Correct. Yeah, I didn't say New Jersey. I was going to say Brooklyn. Well, and, and, and aren't the Lakers are favored to come out of the West, right? Has that yep. ever happened that a seven seed was favored to come out of one of the conferences? I don't think a seven seed's ever had an LBJ <laughs> on their team, you know, and Anthony yeah. Davis. Right. But I think right. a lot of it's health and the way. And for the playoffs, I always kind of go back to uh, the Michael Jordan teams. You know, they had the the seventy win season, and but after that, it really didn't matter. It was just let's get healthy. Let's be playing our best ball. Let's kind of have that swagger when the postseason starts. And, and if you remember the, the last two championships against the, the Jazz, they, they would have played on the road. I mean, mm-hmm. they won the game on the road. Right. So, um, yeah, I think the same thing with the Lakers. When they're healthy, they're still going to be the, the better's choice for the most part. I think you'll still see some sophisticated play. Look for, for value in the number if it gets inflated, like the series price, which has come crashing down. But our close proximity to Southern California, the popularity of the Lakers, LeBron hitting a shot like that, tremendous acting job. But, I mean, it, it's, you know, exactly. it, it's all the emphasis on the acting it's job. All, it's all good it's stuff. It's all Pass good me the visine, please. Can I get the visine in my eyes? <laughs> Shaq was laughing at that acting. Come on, man. He did say he saw three rims and he just shot at the middle, so I love that line. That's uh, awesome. Which shows how much you believe in your teammates. I, I can't even see, but I'm still, better, I'm still a better option than these guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it left his hand, though. I think we all knew it was in. It looked good. You could see. It did I mean, look good. Sometimes you could Even though he's fallen away the and everything, way the and he shot horribly was, up until that point in time. I, I was but, watching yeah. the game with my son, yeah. and when, when that left his hand, I'm like, that's in. I know. And, uh, and I mean, Steph Curry looks so disgusted. Right. Oh. There's, a reason, there's a reason. There's a reason he's King James. I mean, King he's James. a phenomenal, phenomenal <laughs> player, unbelievable. Um, and I think it'll be interesting this year, though, because what they'll have to work through um, to get to the final, if if they're able to get there or not, and uh, I think in the in the Eastern Conference, God, it's just been you know so much about the Bucks the last few years, and and now you've got the Sixers, you've got the Nets, you've got other teams out there that are really good as well. I mean, Nets or Knicks and Hawks haven't been good as far as the future book goes. Uh, we've got a lot of play on those two teams, so yeah. a little bit of liability on those on those teams as well. But can't wait for it to really get started next week. Chuck Esposito joins us here live at Sunset Station. Dr. Christina Madison also with us here. Uh, Chuck, do you feel that uh, that basketball really is is kind of back? Not that it went away, but I just I get the feeling because of the pandemic, and you're playing in a bubble last year, and then you had 
most of these arenas had no fans right. whatsoever just until recently. And still, you're only seeing a max of maybe four or 5,000, which is like a third of the capacity. But now we're seeing these games contested on home courts. You know, we're, we're seeing the Lakers logo. You know, we're seeing the Warriors logo and all that sort of thing. And, you know, you got some energy. It's nowhere near where it was before. But now that we're in the playoffs, especially with this game the other night with the Lakers and the Warriors, do you kind of feel that people are now saying, okay, we're pretty much back to normal. Just our mindset is watching the NBA the way we're used to. I think we're, And has that showed up at a betting counter too? I think we're back to some degree. I don't think we're totally back right. to normal yet. But, yeah, I think it definitely has translated to, to the betters now, um, knowing that uh, home court advantage means home court. Home ice means home ice. Uh, so I think that's a big part of it as well. And, and if you have you know 2,000 or, or 8,000 fans in, in a barn or in a building, I mean, the noise that they're still going to make and generate, it still is going to be that rallying cry for the home team if they're up or down from a momentum swing uh, standpoint. Handle's been phenomenal. Uh, I think the SDN mobile app, it's great to have. We love when the guests come out and experience everything we have to offer. But if you can't get here, get signed up for the mobile app. It really does. It brings the sportsbook to the palm of your hand. We've got a great bonus going on right now, up to $100 bonus, $50 deposit. It's one of those cool little, I don't know where the hat went, but it was in here a little while ago, but uh, it's on the floor. It actually fell. We have a cool little uh, STN uh, mobile cap that you can get with a $50 deposit. We're going to have, do- have Dr. Christina. Oh, she's sported it. There it That's is. That's for her now. It looks now, great. Now, of course. That I'm ta- looks I'm, great. I'm taking the picture right now as we speak. Look at us. I, mean, she's I always, love it. She's always modeling. Hold on, I'm going to get the STN. That number the one is for the number one mobile app, the local's favorite, STN Sports. So you got that, Christina? You're, you go, to, go to your phone right now and download the STN mo- mobile app. We're going to deposit <laughs> some money today. We're going to go to the counter, deposit some money, and then you're going to bet on the aces tonight, and you're going to win some money. How's that? Okay. No, see, see he's I'll sold. be waiting for you guys at the book, no problem. There you what go. would be even better is if I could join you at the game. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she wants to join me at the game. You want to join her jazz? She wants to join you at the game. There I you think go. It's a good trade. That's I really a, do. That's, uh, uh, that's who a du- I liked you. It's a double date. That's <laughs> it. Okay. You're in. He's a good egg, this one. <laughs> he is a good egg. I know. I don't know where that term came from. A good egg, you know? I don't know. Probably from somebody who had a bad egg once. Yeah. Like, wow, I could use a good egg right now. <laughs> Monday night, the viewing parties are back here inside Club Madrid, a fantastic venue, a lot of fun. Uh, you got the big screens in there. You got great audio, of course, you know, because you have so many great concerts and that sort of thing in here. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, you said uh, a chance to win some stuff, right? Yeah, we're going to have some cool stuff. Just All some, right. you know, uh, dipping our toe back in it. I mean, I think a couple of VGK caps and yeah. uh, some of the VGK bottles of wine that a yeah. lot of guests really like a lot. Might be a few surprises as well, but these curtains have been closed for a long time and did a little thing for STN Mobile today, uh, kind of promoting that these curtains have been closed, but they will be open on Monday. And we're just looking forward to seeing all of our friends and, and you know, to come out and enjoy everything we have to offer. I think that's the big thing. It's like cheers. Everybody knows your name. And so many guests have been kind of reaching out to me and saying, oh, I'm so excited. It, we get to come back here. And even if you're a Wild fan, come on out and have some fun. We want you guys to, to enjoy it, have fun. There'll be some great uh, F&B specials as well that night. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody again. Doors open at 6.30. Puck drop is 7.30. Um, it's uh, Game 5 of the mm-hmm. Wild VGK Series. Yeah. Could be a pivotal Game 5 or could be a clinching Game 5. It could. It Chuck, could. what do you think happens tomorrow night? We've got to get to a Game 4 first. Tomorrow night, 5 o'clock, NBC has the coverage. Wild and the Knights. The Knights, a what, $1.15 favorite right now? I'm not really a, a singer, but I'm going to say, go Knights, go! <laughs> I, I just think, you know, the, the, the 
the wind is out of the sail a little bit yeah. for Minnesota. I think you know you score first in game two to go up one nothing. You give up that goal in 18 seconds, and then yesterday, I mean, you were so close to being up three zero, but even up two zero. I mean, you're at home, you're on home ice. You have an opportunity to put this team away. Who going into the last day of the regular season? could have been the President's Trophy winner. Uh, you've dominated this team all year. Uh, again, you could have gone 7-1 and one against them. Uh, the fact that you were up 2-0, got outscored with five straight goals, it's got to be in your head a little bit. I think there's a lot of confidence for VGK right now. I'm saying go Knights, go. I think they win it in five. All yeah, right. after that first period, uh, Minnesota won from wild to mild. <laughs> all right all right uh chuck appreciate uh, the hospitality of course appreciate you being here we look forward to being here on on fridays dr christina madison our favorite doctor as well too thank you for coming out and joining us as well today. and again just uh giving us some great knowledge as well too and uh get, getting us updated on what's happening here in las vegas and yes the masks are off for the most part events are coming back we're looking forward to it but still be smart social distance get vaccinated right absolutely wherever you can and you can go to the website nvcovidfighter.org and Mm. you can basically schedule anywhere uh you could go to your local pharmacy or if you want to come visit me you can come visit me at the jazz fest too tomorrow jazz (laughs) fest you gotta love it all right stn mobile app right here you gotta have it it's a must-have like chuck said you know bet where you're watching the games plain and simple and at the palm of your hand uh, no better app it's fantastic thanks buddy appreciate it all right all right uh, ballpark and i will be checking out uh, obviously the aces tonight and then saturday we've got uh, golden knights in the wild uh, nba as well too a lot of game ones taking place saturday and sunday warriors and they're playing game tonight against the grizz so a lot of great stuff very very busy weekend as well so all right, guys, appreciate uh, everyone joining us. Uh, if you miss any part of the show, you know where to go. Go to the website, tcmartinshow.com. Check out the interviews, the blogs, all the information is up there. And again, uh, Aces uh, tonight against the L.A. Sparks. Have yourself a great weekend. Enjoy. We will reconvene Monday at 2 o'clock. Numchuck, appreciate you back in the studio as well, too. Dr. Christina really appreciates uh, all, all the music you played for her as well today, too. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. All right, have a good one, guys, and we will catch you Monday at 2.